You're listening to Ted Shuttlesworth's Faith Alive Network, spreading the healing gospel of Christ to our world. Thank you, Brother Steve. This is Brother Shuttlesworth, and I want to welcome you to today's podcast. The Bible says, faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. And you're going to be blessed as you listen today. Go with me now into a live service. Three words. In 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 26, it is well that we need to burn into our spirit. Is it well with thee? Oh, we answer yes. I used to love to hear Shirley Caesar. I used to live down in Virginia, and she lived in Durham, North Carolina. She used to come to our high school and sing, and she used to sing a song, I'll say yes, Lord, yes. Did you ever hear that? To your will and to your way. That's all you get. And I love to hear. But even as a young man, I knew there was power in saying yes to God. When your heart's right, the easiest thing in the world to do is say yes. But when you allow something in your heart or your spirit that's not right, you're going to struggle with the word yes to God. Because anybody that's ever been around God's spirit knows that if you say yes, he holds you accountable. And anybody with half a brain knows you ain't going to commit until you're going to do what you said you do. You can lie to man and maybe sneak and get away with it a little bit, but you can't lie to God. He'll hold you on that thing. It is well. It is well. And the first question the man of God said to Gehazi to ask her, is it well with thee? I'm talking about this woman that the Bible says was a great woman. A great woman. You don't realize this, but you have greatness on the inside of you. And this is the thing the devil hates. And so that's why Paul said through condemnation, he tries to keep you in the flesh. Romans chapter 8 verse 1, there is therefore now, present tense, no condemnation to them that are in Christ Jesus. One time I was preaching in Atlanta, Georgia. And when I was done preaching, this girl come down, but it wasn't a manifestation of God's spirit like we saw today. She was messing the meeting up. She just started crying and, ah! <laughs> and everybody said, what in the world's wrong with her? I looked there, but I didn't touch her, never hit her. She just come down and she fell over there. She's crying and sobbing. And it was one of them kind of things that was killing the meeting. Do you know what I'm talking about? The organ stopped playing. The drummer, I don't know where he went to sharpen his drumsticks, I guess. I didn't see him. She was emptying the place out. And I'm there preaching to get God to fill the place up. And she's down there. Ah! <laughs> and I sent my wife down. I figured, you know, them girls know how to deal with each other. I said, go see me and pray with her. My wife went down. She started crying all the harder. I said to my wife, get off of there. Amen. And I said, Lord, there's something wrong here. And I didn't want the meeting to be destroyed because of a, a spirit. And it was a spirit. And the Lord said, I'll tell you exactly why she's crying. I started listening. I said, what is it, Lord? He said, before she was saved, she used to run with a motorcycle gang. And she used to be pretty vile. She's saved now. But tonight, did you notice when people started praising God, she dropped her hands? I said, oh, yeah, I remember that. Because my attention was drawn to her. He said, that's when the devil started reminding her of her past life, doing drugs, running with that gang. And he said, the rest of the service, she sat under that condemnation, and it's destroying her faith. It's a spirit. 
And I went over and I stuck my mouth right next to her. I said, sister, I know what's wrong. Stop crying. And she was still crying, but she looked up at me. I said, you used to run with a motorcycle gang. Is that right? She said, yes. And I said, tonight when you were praising God and we were singing that song, Power in the Blood of Jesus. I said, you had a vision of yourself, what you used to do years ago. She said, that's exactly right. And I said, that is the devil accusing you. I said, but that girl died. She said, I did? I said, yes, the Bible says you're dead. And you've been buried with Christ. And you're raised in newness of life. I said, that was the old you. That's not even the new you. You a new girl. And I just begin to exhort her that right now there was no condemnation because she was a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. But you see, false teaching, religious teaching had messed her mind up. Because you know how religion teaches, well, I'm just an old sinner saved by grace. And you know why they teach that? So that people can stay in their sin and feel like they never get changed. Are you listening to me? But the Bible doesn't teach that we're just an old sinner saved by grace. The Bible says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. You're not an old sinner saved by grace, but you're a new creature in Christ Jesus. And I begin to exhort her in that. Now, you hear me this, this morning. God's Spirit is trying to speak this to America, that we receive the nature of Jesus Christ. And to receive Jesus means that God's going to change you. Are you listening to me? God didn't bring you here to leave you the same way, but he brought you here to deliver you and to set you free. And this morning, it is well, no matter what the devil has spoken to your mind, no matter what thoughts are swirling through your mind, no matter what you're feeling in your life, God has everything under control. You're not going to be destroyed by the circumstances of your home or your family, but God wants you to know it is well. He is still able to raise you up and to turn this thing around. You're not going under the destruction you're getting ready to find full deliverance and the devil knows it and what you need to do is shout it is well even though it looks like things aren't well you need to praise God when everybody else is cursing God you need to sing and shout and rejoice when you feel like your back is up against the wall I come to tell you it is well with my soul come on clap your hands and shout hallelujah come on clap them it's well. It's well. You need to be encouraged today in the Lord. It's going to be all right. I said it's going to be all right. Don't stop shouting now. That's what God wants you to know. It's going to be all right. Someone say it's going to be all right. Somebody say it's going to be all right. It is well. I said it is well. I said it is well. It is well. When you confess your faith, it breaks condemnation off of your mind. In 2 Kings chapter 4, verse 26, the woman answered, it is well, but the servant asked her three questions. And here, God's talking to us. The second one, is it well with thy husband? Wouldn't you know the Lord would always go there? But once God gets you straight, he's after your family. If you have an unsaved husband, I come to tell you it's going to be all right. Don't divorce him, girls. Gang up on him. 
You know, we live in a generation, they get divorced too easily. Jesus said divorce came as a result of the hardness of men's hearts. So you know what that means? If God can get a hold of your heart, we got to believe him get a hold of that unbelieving spouse's heart. Now Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 7 that the believing wife sanctifieth the unbelieving husband. Some of you women, you're married to a husband, don't believe? The Bible says you have power to separate him to God. Now he may not be saved yet, but you praise God like he is saved. I was preaching out in Indiana. This lady come to me every night and she said, will you believe God to save my husband? I said, sure, I'll believe. I'd pray with her every night. And the last night of the meeting was Friday night and her husband come to church. He's a big old truck driver, had this big old belt buckle. He just come right in the, and she's pointing in the background. This is him. This is him. When he come, he looked fierce. He come in, he sat down, parked himself right on the edge of the seat. And I was preaching that night and the whole time he's just staring me down, but I kept on preaching. And when I gave the altar call, I said, who wants to come to Christ? He's the first one, threw his hand up. Come running down and got saved. And when he was standing there repenting and getting saved at the altar, here come his wife that I've been praying with every night, Sunday night, Monday night, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, that God would save her husband, Sister Davis. He gets saved on Friday night, and she's standing there, and I hear her saying to the girls around her, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I can't believe it. And it so aggravated me because she'd take a half hour of my time every night during that week. Not that I don't mind praying with people, but if you're praying with people a half hour a night and then the, when the miracle happens, they still can't believe it. I looked at her, I said, well, obviously it wasn't your faith that got him saved tonight. It was mine. Because I've been believing it since Sunday night. I want to thank every one of you that are listening to Faith Alive Radio Network. I'm excited about this and I am looking for people to stand with us on a monthly basis as partners to help us take the gospel of Jesus Christ around the world. I've used this saying for many years, our cause is Christ. Our compassion is for souls and our commitment is to the world. And no matter what nation of the world that you're listening to this Faith Alive Network, whatever nation you're in, you are a part of God's end time plan. Jesus taught us to go out into the highways and hedges and to compel people to come in. And by your support as a partner, you can help us do this. If you'll go to www.tedshuttlesworth.com forward slash give. You can sow a gift today to help us. 